Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. I'm your host, Ken Williams. And I got wrapped up in a couple things last week and didn't get, did not get an episode published. So if that is something that you noticed, I appreciate you noticing that. Uh, this is a little bit different than what I had planned on. I'll get into that a little bit more in a minute, but uh, we've got another five-star rating. I appreciate those ratings. Also, reviews are fantastic. I got a uh, text message from a friend. This is a brother that I minister to, so I won't mention his name specifically, Silas. But uh, I got a text from him. He said, I've been listening to a couple of the podcasts. Excellent job. So thank you so much for that. I don't want to compliment you too much because you already have a big head, but very insightful so far. Uh, my head is... <laughs> Maybe it's too big. I don't know. But I do appreciate the feedback. I appreciate hearing that uh, um, people are listening. So thank you so much for that. Uh, like I said, this is a little bit different than what I had planned. And uh, instead of having the conversation that I'd expected to put up, I'm going to just do a, a a little bit of a tribute, I guess. So thanks for listening. And let's get on with the uh, with the show. Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we're going to discuss, understand, maybe even sometimes challenge Latter-day Saint culture. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, ideas, and thoughts that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests. Do not in any way reflect the official doctrines or stances of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening, and welcome to this week's conversation. I'm so glad you're back. And like I said, this is a little bit different than what I had planned on. I have a couple of conversations that I've already recorded and need a little bit of uh, of uh, tying together just to get rid of some of the uh, places where we wander. Uh, I've got a conversation with my oldest daughter, Allison, her her son, her son, her, her husband, uh, Justin. And then I've got another conversation, or actually two, with my brother, Mark. And a couple of those tying together. So we may get those in the coming weeks. I've got a, a couple of other things in the works. But I was giddy. I was uh, looking at um, some uh, family thread text messages this last week, and I got a, a text from my sister-in-law in the middle of nowhere, Oregon. The technical term for that city is Brookings. And she posted a link to the high school graduation valedictorian speech from her daughter, Lexi. And it was such a great message. I wanted to just talk a little bit about that here. She talks about kindness, but kindness in a way that is a little bit different than what we might expect. So I'm just going to play that and then talk about it for a minute. As a kid, I remember fighting with my brother a lot. And one time I was trying to prove to him that I was more intelligent than any other four-year-old around. So I told him, I'm so smart, I can even spell the word smart. So I did spell it with attitude to prove my wisdom. With my arms folded across my chest, I proudly snapped out S-M-A-T. Brig promptly rolled on the floor laughing. Another sibling fight proceeded, which my mom had to end. We got another lecture on being kind to each other. 
My teachers and parents continually taught these slogans, kindness is cool, and the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated. These are important lessons. We have heard countless miraculous stories about kindness. The golden rule has been pounded into our heads since we were kids, while running around on the playground playing tag and getting into arguments about who is it. My eighth grade year, I decided to write down my dream goals. I wrote down in my journal, March 7th, 2016. When I graduate from high school, I want to have accomplished these three goals. Win a state title in any sport, be class valedictorian, and be drafted as the first woman to play in the NBA. <laughs> as I jumped into the deep end of high school taking honors classes, my perfectionist self was confused and extremely tired. I was so hard on myself and so impatient with myself. I pushed myself to be perfect. I was waking up at 4 a.m. to practice the piano to please my piano teacher. I was squeezing an extra basketball workout so I didn't let down my teammates. I became overwhelmed with the pressure and gave myself no room to grow. If it weren't for Tina Peters and Virginia Riddle, I wouldn't be among the three other valedictorians giving this speech today. One day I was ranting to Tina and Virginia about my imperfections. I told them how I wasn't strong enough, I wasn't smart enough, and there simply weren't enough hours in the day. They said something that stuck with me. Lexi, the day you were born was a celebration with flowers and balloons. Everyone loved you unconditionally. You haven't done anything to earn that love. Guess what? That is so true today. Nothing has changed. What I realized is that the most important rule of, of kindness has not been pounded into our heads. The principle that we should be preached more than anything. We must start being kind to ourselves. Emily Nagoski said, when you're cruel to yourself, you only increase the cruelty in the world. When you're kind and compassionate toward yourself, you increase the kindness and compassion in the world. Being compassionate to yourself is the single most important thing you can do to make this world a better place. As a teenage kid trying to figure out who I am, stumbling through the obstacle course that is high school, I realized that the absolute more, most important value for us to hold on to is to be kind and compassionate to ourselves. I realized that I had not been kind to myself. I didn't need to stress if I was going to get an A on that biology test. I studied, I did my best, and that's all I can ask of myself. I started to allow myself to take breaks. Um, I learned that rest makes us more productive. Rest matters not because it makes you more productive, but because it makes you happier and healthier, less grumpy, and more creative. Rest matters because you matter. You're not here to be productive. You're here to be you, to engage with your something larger, to move through the world with confidence and joy. And to do that, you require rest. I learned to work hard when it was time to work, and I learned to rest when it was time to rest. I remember one day Tina telling me, maybe the best thing you can do for your team today is to sleep and get your body healthy. Kindness to ourselves is also kindness to the world. Through this journey, I found that I wasn't going to fill out my goals suddenly because I wasn't as hard on myself. I mean, besides my last most ambitious goal of playing in the NBA, <laughs> I learned that that goal was silly and unnecessary because the WNBA is as great of a league as the NBA and one is not more of an accomplishment than the other. Anyway, <laughs> I still cared about getting valedictorian, and I still plan to win a state title. But now I realize that there is so much more to life. There is so much more to me. I am more than valedictorian, and I am more than an all-state athlete. You are more than students, artists, musicians, athletes, teachers, parents. Although these may be vital experiences that have made us who we are, the quality of our lives is not measured by the amount of time we spend in a state of perfection in these experiences. I have learned that to thank that utterly self-critical part of myself with kindness and compassion. I choose to thank her for the hard work she has done and she instantly became more kind, compassionate, less cruel and critical. I invite you to do the same.
In order to achieve your greatest goals, hopes, and dreams, you must be kind to yourself and trust yourself. Trust that you will get where you are meant to be with your best effort. Your happiness matters. You are enough just as you are right now. So take a step with me to make the world a better place by being kind and compassionate to ourselves wherever we are on our journey of life. Embrace my edit of the golden rule. Treat yourself as you deserve to be treated. Thank you. That is... <laughs> when I when I listened to that, I thought, I've, I've, I've got to share this. I've got to make sure that that message gets out to more than just the 252 people that watched that online and the people that w- were there in the audience. Couple takes away takeaways. Well, let me let me back up. The reason that this hit um, as I'm recording this, this is uh, Monday, the seventh of June. Yesterday was our fast and testimony meeting. If you're not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints and don't know what that is, that is where we have an opportunity as members of the congregation to stand up and share our thoughts, our testimony, our witness about things that are important. It might be about Jesus Christ, about the atonement, about His life and his example. It might be other things, expressions of faith and that sort of thing. And as I was sitting in in our sacrament meeting yesterday, I thought a couple of things. Number one, a lot of times we tend to get a little bit sidetracked and we like to tell travelogues or stories that don't necessarily have a point. And as Mark and I were talking a few weeks ago when we were talking about stories, that was kind of the direction or one of the directions that I was thinking about taking and we didn't really get there. So I was thinking about that. I was thinking about just how wonderful our meeting was. And also in the context of this message that Lexi shared in her high school graduation speech, that we are enough, we are loved, and we need to be kind to ourselves. That is one of the hardest things. Mark mentioned that a few weeks ago when he talked about the stories that we tell ourselves. And that is, it's a, it's an important message. It is so easy to get wrapped up in beating ourselves up because of our imperfections. I am so far from perfect, um, except for uh, my sweet wife likes to remind me that I'm next to perfect when I'm standing by her. But I'm so far from from where I need to be. It is easy for me to beat myself up because of the mistakes that I make, the unkind thoughts that I have, the the things that I know I shouldn't do that I just do, or the things that I know I should do that I just miss. And beating ourselves up is just not productive. I love the message that you are loved. That was something that resonated with me I shared in one of the earlier episodes about the experience that I had as I was offering a priesthood blessing to one of the young women at girls camp several years ago. And to summarize that, if you haven't heard the story, I was asked, I had some competing priorities. I was asked to come over to one of the cabins at girls camp. This is an annual camp that the young women of the church have. And there are almost no men, no males there. There are a couple of men who are there to help provide support uh, from a priesthood standpoint, meaning that we're there to offer uh, prayers or uh, blessings by the laying on of hands. And so this young woman asked for a blessing. It was an unusual situation. She was certainly not the most popular girl. And even still, I knew that she deserved my full attention. And trying to 
ignored the other competing priorities that I had at the same time. I put my hands on her head. And the experience that I had just it can't be described, but I felt, I felt how deeply she's loved by her Father in Heaven. So that message that Lexi shared, that we are loved, we didn't do anything to deserve it. There's nothing we can do to lose that love from our Heavenly Parents. And I'm going to share the same invitation that if you haven't done this, I've, done, I've shared this before, I think it bears repeating. If you have not discovered how your Father in Heaven feels about you, you deserve to know. You deserve to know how he feels about you. You are so deeply loved. And I say this having had that experience with this young woman and also having had a personal experience where I knelt down and asked my Father in Heaven, does he know me? Does he even care who I am? And the answer is yes. He knows who I am. And because I know he knows me and I know he knows that odd girl from several years ago, I know how he feels about you. I know how deeply you're loved. You didn't do anything to deserve it. You can't do anything to to destroy or to, to move yourself out of that infinite love from your heavenly parents. The One of the best things we can do for ourselves, certainly being kind to other people is important, but being kind to ourselves is so critical. As you go about your your life, and life gets tough, and it gets complex, and it gets frustrating, and it gets difficult, it's easy to slip into the, the trap of being hard on ourselves, being unkind to ourselves, saying things or thinking things, telling ourselves a story that doesn't benefit us. And I'm speaking not just to anybody who's listening, but I'm speaking to myself as well. It's important for us to remember who we are and whose we are. We are deeply loved children of heavenly parents. I love the message that that Lexi shared also, be the best you you can be. She didn't say it exactly that way, but as I've talked to people at church, as I've talked to people at work, as I've had different jobs or different callings, one of the things that I've shared is, I don't want you to be like me. I don't want you to be like somebody else. I want you to be you. I want you to become the best you that you can be. I want you to be as you as you possibly can with your quirks, with your uh, odd (laughs) traits, whatever it might be. Be you. Be the best that you can be. Be kind to yourself. It is one of the most important things that I think I can share. So instead of me ranting about some uh, testimonies that I've heard in the past about uh, travelogues or stories or things that don't seem to connect with the divine. I just uh, have been deeply touched as I th- sat through our meeting yesterday and as I have considered the message that Lexi shared that we are loved. We are loved not because of anything we did, not because of anything we are, but because of whose we are and that is what matters. Thanks so much for listening to my rambling thoughts, and I will try and stay on a regular schedule of uh, getting an episode out, out every week or so. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for your feedback, your ratings and reviews. I really appreciate that, and we'll talk to you soon.
Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating to review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas, and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider, who do you know who needs chocolate cake? <laughs> <laughs>